Okay, well, um, believe it or not, we are on day number 101, wow, of 180-day growth plan, and we are really digging into understanding spiritual warfare, and that's really what it is. We have to learn how to fight the good fight of faith. The Spirit of God um, suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. The kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. There, There's a battle between good and evil, between righteousness and unrighteousness. There is a war going on, kingdom clashing. And so as spiritual warriors, we have to learn how to go into a demonic stronghold and release those who are held captive. Some of the most effective spiritual warriors that um, you can see practicing today, not just those individuals involved in deliverance, but those involved in evangelism. Individuals who are effective in evangelism today will tell you that one of the things they do prior to launching an evangelistic effort is to spend time in spiritual warfare before the meeting. Fasting and praying and binding and, and loosing and taking authority over the situation and then moving in that direction. Mark chapter 3 verse 27 says, No man can enter a strong man's house and spoil his goods unless he first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. Now, most of the time we only look at that scripture as applying to our warfare against the enemy. But please understand, Satan knows that we are the strong man, right? And he will bind us up all kinds of ways and then spoil our house. We have to understand that that principle has been applied to us and we have to know how to apply it to the enemy to bring freedom to the people of God. This means that we can take authority over those spirits and remove their control over the lives of their victims. We can bind it up. When a devil is occupying a house, that is considered his territory. Only a Christian believer has the right and the power to go in and clean that house out of the demons that are there. Whenever you and I go to clean the house out, there are certain things that have to be in place in order for you or me to clean that house out. One of the things is you have to know that there are many people who have devils who actually want those devils in them. That's right. Some people only want to be relieved from the suffering that the devils cause 
but they don't want to be re relieved from the devil themselves. Yes, if you try to cast devils out of people who are walking in agreement with devils, you, you can, through your spiritual authority, bind and cast those devils out. But as soon as you are finished your work and walk across the street, the devils will re be right back. Why? Because the people are in agreement with them. You don't want to wear yourself out chasing devils here and there and casting them out of people just willy-nilly and that kind of thing. You actually make it worse for people because the Bible says very clearly that when the devils have been cast out, they wander around, but they come back and check. And if the house has not been filled with the presence and the peace and the power of God and the grace of the Holy Spirit, a surrendered life to Jesus, man, that devil will bring back seven more. So here's the principle we need to follow. It may sound harsh, but is the harsh reality of spiritual warfare. Deliverance is for those who are desperate. Let me say that again. Deliverance is for those who are desperate. You remember the story about the mother who came to Jesus, about her daughter who was possessed with demons? And Jesus said, no, it's not right to, to give the bread to, you know, you guys. And, you know, um, the dog issue came up. You remember? And she said, yeah, but we're your dogs. We get the crumbs from the table. Read that story, how desperate the mother was, right? The disciples tried to discourage her. But she proved her desperateness for her daughter to be delivered. Right? You read other situations in the Bible. The desperation is there. Deliverance is for people who want to be free. You got that? That's a principle we have to understand. It's for people who want to be free. Deliverance is for people who want to serve God and commit their lives to God. And so as part of your ministry, we pray, we bind spirits, right? And then we deal with the person about surrendering their life to God before we start casting demons out. Matter of fact, I like to begin the process by first getting a commitment from an individual, right? Do they really want Jesus in their life, you know? Or is this just something they want? A relief from the suffering and not a commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Father God, we pray that you would continue to lead and guide us in wisdom so we don't wear ourselves out um, fighting battles that the devil will present before us just to drain us of energy and to waste our time with individuals who have no intention of walking with God. I pray that you would give us that kind of discernment, that kind of understanding. And then also from our own prayer life, from our own uh, devotion and commitment to you, we would come with the light, with the heart, with the love of God, and that the love would draw them to you. And we would, we would be able to introduce them to Jesus as the Savior, the friend, the lover of their soul. And then make the devil leave, bound up, caged up, 
and forced to get out of his house, his territory, the people whose minds and hearts he has been controlling. And they'll be set free to serve you. Thank you for making us effective and efficient warriors. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And thank the Lord.